0: Hi everybody and welcome to Barefoot Radio, the show that aims to guide and support you in connecting, transforming and growing in all things love, soul and spirit. I am your host Leanne the Barefoot Medium. I'm an international medium, twin flame, transformational coach and author who is absolutely passionate about reconnecting people with loved ones who've passed over, as well as providing you with practical knowledge and guidance tools and techniques you can use in your everyday lives to embrace what you love and what brings you into connection with your joy so you can be more of your authentic self. Now feel free to kick off your shoes, sit back and relax and enjoy today's episode where I am joined by Karen Chasten, a former corporate chief financial officer and creator of Live Love by Design which offers online and offline programs, books, online TV shows and podcasts. Karen brings her unique perspective, strategic approach, combined with her extensive business experience, financial expertise and hard-earned wisdom from her personal suffering and disappointments to support women specifically to heal from their major life events allowing them to easily shift their focus from stress and worry to freedom and joy. Not only is Karen here on Barefoot Radio to share her story, we will also be discussing what it means to live love by design. Welcome, Karen.
1: Thank you, Leanne. I'm excited to be here.
0: I'm so excited to explore this topic with you and to share some wisdom and knowledge with with our listeners today. So tell me a little bit about, let's start with the challenges and disappointments. Let's talk about how you've come to be doing what you're doing.
1: Yeah, well, I wish I had this knowledge when I was 20, believe me. Life would have been so much easier. But I guess we have to live our life as ego-based um in order for us to actually come back to our inner wisdom and our our true self but um so a, as you said I uh, rose the corporate ladder I did it a little bit differently to most people I didn't even study till I was 38 when I went to Bond University on the Gold Coast which was an amazing university and I got my masters in accounting degree and then I sort of took off and very quickly became a CFO of a publicly listed company. Though I lost me in the process and I didn't even know. I did not even know. And that's why I'm so passionate about what I do now is because most people don't realize that they've been this corporate executive and but they've they've just drifted so apart from the true who they are. So my wake up call and and I do Literally mean it's a wake up call because I refer to those days as me living in a groundhog day days Mm. and just not realizing so much. But anyway, mine I had to get two wake up calls because I was so entrenched. I literally needed two to wake up, and I'm pretty sure if I didn't wake up after the second, I'd still be getting them. That seems to be the way the universe works, doesn't it, Leanne?
0: Absolutely, and I can so relate to the climbing the corporate ladder and the wake-up calls and we'll share a little bit about that as well so we've shared a similar experience in that way yes
1: so my first wake-up call came um, on the 10th of July 2011 when my husband and I it was a Sunday morning and my husband and I literally thought we were going to have a lazy day at home and as we, as I was starting to look what to have for breakfast, my husband went outside to take the garbage out and he quickly called back, bloody hell, Dan is asleep at our back door. Now Dan, our 27 year old son, who did have a habit of drinking too much, but he always made it home to bed. It really sent alarm bells ringing and unfortunately, he wasn't passed out. He had passed away, Yeah, wow. which wasn't good. Um, but me being my corporate tough self, I literally went straight back to work, which um, in hindsight was very disrespectful to him, very disrespectful to myself. But I knew how to be a CFO. I didn't know how to be a grieving mother. I didn't want to be a grieving mother. So I just carried on and and really eating more, drinking more, working more, because it was just easier to just carry on, to be quite honest. And, of course, as I said, the universe wasn't happy with me just carrying on. It was meant to be, hey, wake up, start doing what you're meant to be doing. And then, of course, 18 months later, the second knock came in the form of me choosing redundancy when when the two companies were merging together. And I was told very early on in the uh, merger process that I wouldn't be the CFO in the new company. I would be more or less doing everything I'm doing now and probably a little bit more. And I really didn't care initially until they decided to say, well, you can have two thirds of the salary for what you're going to do because you don't have the title anymore. And that suddenly was the best thing that ever happened to me because even though I was in that Groundhog Day and I was unhealthy and I was, you know, not living my life the way I should, I had enough inner wisdom and enough inner sense to actually go, I'm only here for the money. Like that's what's keeping me going. And if you take that away, why am I... Working so hard and giving my life to you when really there's not even any respect Mm. now. Like, Mm. you know, how can you take away five years of me working for this company? And one of the things they said to me was, we're going to ignore that. Everyone goes back to bases. It's like you're, you're starting a new job. And I'm going, but how can you ignore that? Mm. Like, you know how hard I work. You know that I have given up most of my life for you. And it was a really good wake-up call because it helped me to actually go, okay, let's sit back and let's actually find out where you're going. You know, I was definitely living the adage of I spent my health to get my wealth. And I knew that I would be eventually spending my wealth to get back my health, which yeah. is utterly
0: ridiculous. Wow. And oh, there's so much in there that I want to pick up on, Karen. And, yeah, go for you know, it. <laughs> uh, I firstly want to acknowledge, yes, I am a medium and, yes, I do connect with people who've passed over. And one of the beautiful things that while you were sharing the story about your son, I had amazing goosebumps going on and yeah. and that connection so the thing that I want to say to you is that you know that sudden experience of grief and and what you experienced is what a lot of people go through with losing a loved one and especially when they're young yes. it seems to be a lot more uh, not easier but different experience when it's a person who's older and has had a long life so totally. we not only grieve for the person that's not here we grieve for those experiences that they've not yet had the opportunity to have in life and totally. you know you stepping back into that corporate world and what you you do best is what people do to cope and it's a normal experience of grief so I want to thank you for sharing that because it is really important that our listeners know that sometimes going back to work and doing what you do is a way of coping. And when yes. you're ready to experience the emotion, the, the pain and the suffering that does come up with grief and there's no denying that. That's correct. Then there is you no will problem. experience it. So, um, I want to say to you, as as a medium, let go of the the guilt around that. Because I think I have. I yeah. think I have um, a fair bit.
1: Oh, look, I I honestly spend more time with Dan. Yeah, uh, he's with me every day than I do with his two brothers.
0: Exactly. So, you know, it, it's beautiful that you're sharing that experience and that you're allowing what was uh, you know an experience that was painful for you to support others so that's the gift in it and and you know as hard as it can be there is always a gift in in someone leaving this this earth for their own soul and for the soul of those left behind so I, I totally agree there's so many lessons that you learn and And there's
1: so much, a new perspective, new awareness that actually comes if you choose to look for it. Like, you know, everything I've done I credit Dan with, Um, you know, writing books, writing programs, you know, everything that I've done, um, I honestly believe that, you know, the idea has been formed by him whispering.
0: Yeah. And, And that is the gift in grief and loss is you know, shifting our consciousness and our awareness to the fact that life does continue after we pass. Oh, totally. In a a physical body and our gift is to learn to communicate in different ways with those souls that are no longer with us in the physical world.
1: Oh, and to look for the signs because they're always there. Just recently Dan's twin brother Josh got married um he got married twice he got married in Poland and then he got married in Australia uh, you know in July and then in October and they live in Brisbane yeah and they um there's a photo of the from the um Gold Coast wedding where they actually there's a group photo of everyone there and you know zooming in there's Dan you know See him in the photos. You can also see my dad in
0: the photos. So it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. So, so thank you for sharing that. And I wanted to acknowledge, you know, his presence that I felt as yeah. well with you. So, um, and yeah, so that's a really interesting experience that allowed you to step out of that corporate and, mm-hmm. you know, really coming into that redundancy and allowing you to make a choice. Yes, is this the life I want to continue living, or do I want something different? So, yes. talk to me about how you created "Live Love by Design" and how that came about.
1: Well, it's been a five-year process, and it's and it took me a, like as I said, I did not realise how diseased I was, and it took me quite a few years to actually come back to who I am to actually find what I wanted to do and you know I had a little you know I went down a couple of I'm not going to say wrong paths learning paths that I thought were going to be the way I would go but they were just learning paths and live Love by design has come all about through the things that I've learned I like to call it I've been in life's university and learning a lot having new perspective having new awarenesses and that's how I brought the live Love by design together Mm. And it's all about you understanding that you. Well, in my model, I have nine areas of life, and I like nine because nine's all about the birthing process. Yeah. And uh, and the nine areas, it can be a, a bit much to remember. So I've brought them down into four pillars, which is all about you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: all about your relationships, all about your expertise, and all about your wealth creation. Now, most people seem to get that around the wrong way. Mm. they sort of think okay this is the wealth that i want to create what expertise do i need to do to get that sure i'll get a little relationships along the way and then i'll worry about me Mm. and it doesn't work that way and that's and it may for a little while okay it may for a little while but eventually you will come back you will burn out you will actually come into resentment into bitterness what about me When am I going to live my life? Am I living my life or am I living everyone else's life? Mm. You know, and you, you look around at people and you, and especially a lot of men, they're working, working, working to get all these things for their family, but they're not having the relationships with their family that they want. And you know, it comes back to that, um, the song, um, oh, I can't even think of the name of it now, you know, where the, the father's always working and and, he's, and he says to his son, yeah, we'll get together, we'll get together when we can and all that sort of stuff. And then the son grows up and he's exactly the same. The dad's now retired, ready to have time with him. He's going, no, no, I'm busy now, dad. And it's just like so many people are living that life yeah. and it doesn't work. And that's what it's about. It's bringing it back to you so you understand yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. You know, you've, you've got to understand all of you in all of those areas because when you do, you choose different options each morning. You yeah. will look after yourself first. You will become a better person. You'll be more aware of who you are so then you can form the relationships that are more loving, that are more um, giving yeah. And, you know, that's, that's what life's about. We give, 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 but sometimes we give at the expense of saying no to ourselves, which, which isn't, isn't good.
0: And I really love how you bring that, you know, the importance of being about you first. And it's, you know, a lot of people are told that message about it being selfishness. But it's not. It's about you're the foundation of your life, your business, Mm -hmm. your financial world. You're the foundation of your relationships. And if you're not feeling stable, solid, um, healthy and well, then you bring you to every experience and every connection and every situation that you have and you're bringing that energy with you. So totally. I yes. love how you bring that in and you know I think we we get so caught up in the to-do lists and the like you said, the giving to everybody else and and men do it as well, but particularly women biologically yes. and, and DNA wise we're programmed to nurture and give Mm -hmm. But we have to learn to do that for ourselves and understand what is it that we need. Yes,
1: totally. And most of us don't take the time to actually sit and ask ourselves that question. And one of my great questions is, are you living like you love yourself? Are you eating like you love yourself? Are you exercising like you love yourself? You know, all of those things um, are really important because most people would say no. Mm. And and as you said, if you're not loving yourself, how can you love anyone else? But when you're angry or when you're tired or when you're sort of in resentment, that's the emotions that you're going to bring to every other relationship. I was talking to a client the other day and she was saying how she was like screaming at her kids And it was all because she just had she had no part of herself left for herself and she just felt I'm being pulled in every single direction and all I'm doing is screaming and that's not good for the kids. Like it's not their fault. And when she started working with me, we started to put the rituals in place where, you know, you do work on yourself for the first hour of each day. And if that means getting up an hour earlier, do it because the person you'll be all day you'll actually come home more energized and a more loving person through just taking that time each morning you're all topped up so you have resources to
0: give yeah and i I love how you talk about that and i mentioned i've just literally moved back to australia from south america and one of the things that I've been back a week and yesterday I just started my physical exercise routine and getting back into eating healthy and exercising and moving my body and putting those, you know, physical things in place that allow me to feel secure and solid so I bring that to my work to my relationships and and all of that. And then coming back to that mentally and emotionally and spiritually like you talked about, what are the words that you're using to talk to yourself? What's your inner dialogue like? Are you starting your day going, oh, you know, I look fat or I'm not eating well or I can't do this or I don't know how? What's your inner dialogue and is it loving, kind and and nurturing for you?
1: Exactly. And that's actually one process that I highly recommend to people is to look at what their calendar is for the day, what everything they're doing, and to visually walk themselves through each of those appointments that they have all day. And it might be that they're at their desk all day or mm. or whatever it is. But to walk yourself through it, preempt, you know, something that might come up, a conversation that may happen, anything that may happen, preempt it and then bring the person that you want to be for the best outcome for every single scenario so that you know that you are going to have an amazing day because you've walked yourself through it. You've already lived it. So there will be very few surprises and there will be very few situations where you'll go, oh, I could have handled that a bit better yeah or you know something like that and and that's a process that I also do at the end of the day, which is you know review your day, you know ask yourself the questions, what did I do today that was I will do exactly the same next time? Yeah. What will I do today that I'll do differently next time? What did I learn today, either about myself, someone else, the world, always constantly checking in mm. to see that you are learning and growing, that, you know, I like to say you're only in competition with yesterday me mm. and realise that. See how yesterday me has grown today Yeah. and, you know, how you will continue to grow because it's really about tracking your life. And I must admit I handed my life over to Just to the flow of whatever you know. Most of my jobs I fell into, sort of thing. I didn't even consciously say this is the role I want. And it's quite interesting when you are not planning your life the way you should. You know, one of the first exercises I do with everyone I work with is to have them define what success means to them. Yeah, most people hasn't. Most people have taken on someone else's definition and they're wondering why it's not working for them. Yeah. You know, yeah. It might be too low, the bar, or it could be too high for you. And it deep down, it might be something that, you know, why am I struggling for this? I really don't want it. I don't want all these things. I would rather have, you know, a little shack on the beach and, you know, there's a... It's really interesting. There's an old uh, story, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you've probably heard it, mm. about this fisherman who who is in this sort of Italian little village. Have you heard this story?
0: I have, yeah. yeah. I'd love for you to share it with listeners.
1: Uh, yeah. So this little fisherman, he's he's out and he, in this Italian village and he, you know, goes out every morning and he fills his boat full of fish and then he comes back and then he, you know, goes and has spends a little bit of time with his kids and then he has lunch with his family and then he goes out and has a great time with, with his um, mates in the afternoon and then every day is the same. And this American corporate CEO sort of watches him for a couple of days and he says to him, he says, why do you only fish in the morning? Why don't you fish all day long? He says, you know, you could really make a lot of money and you could do this and you could grow your businesses and you could get, you know, 10 boats and you could really become all this sort of great thing. And then he goes, and then when you retire, you'll be very wealthy. And he goes, but what will I do when I retire? And And he explained exactly what he's doing now. And he goes, I'm doing that now. Why would I go down that road when I've already got everything I require? Yeah. And it's so true. So many times we are chasing something that isn't even our success guideline and we don't ask ourselves the questions.
0: Yeah. Or things that don't feel loving or kind or, or nurturing for ourselves, they just add stress and expectation, whether it's too high or too low, like you said, to how mm. we're meant to be living our life based on other people's perceptions. So, I really yeah. like how you talk about that and bring that in because you know, after living in South America and Colombia in particular for two and a half years, I've seen what it's like to have not much uh, in They're terms of happy. Are they in terms of possessions? And, yes. and yeah, they are. You know, they've been voted the the world's happiest people um a couple of times and so it's really interesting our perceptions of what happiness is and what success looks like. So um, and I like how you talk about starting your day and walking through the day and, and, and that side of things but I also love that you talk about the reflection because one of the yeah. things I do with clients is ask yourself and reflect on what would you stop What would you change and what would you start? Yes, yes. So it's very similar and, and, you know, a similar process, but that's how we learn. That's how we grow. That's how we start to understand, and I come back to one of your pillars about about you, how we learn what we need.
1: Exactly. And we get the experiences that we need as well. Yeah. Um, I'm a great believer that we're all here, you know, spiritual beings, having a earthly experience so that we can develop more on a soul level. And it's when you look at life from that, it's a lot easier to go, oh my god, why is this always coming at me? You know, like I could, you know. My second book, which is the the my I call it um Beyond a Mother's Worst Nightmare. And it's, and it's the journey at that stage of four years after Dan passing. And I've had a lot of people respond to me sort of saying, oh, my God, thank you for this book. You know, my son committed suicide three years ago. I've, I've mm-hmm. hardly been able to carry on. I can see now how I can. And that's why I wrote that book because so many people don't come out of the experience with looking at it from a different perspective of, okay, what am I meant to learn here? How am I meant to grow? And, you know, what's the lesson? And, and just only a few years ago, I, I looked at the word lesson. I was talking to a lady about it. And then I went, oh, my God. And she went, what? And I said, I've never realised it before, the word lesson. Like, when, as soon as you get the lesson, it's less on you. So yeah. language is telling us how to live our life. You know, and really when you do look for that lesson and you will always gain something, you know, we live in a magnetic field, so you can't lose without gaining. Yeah. And it's looking for what you've gained through the experience is where you can really have amazing growth. And a lot of the time we don't realise that our disease is actually because we're not living the life the way we should be
0: you
1: know and we're carrying all these resentments and bitterness which are going to turn into disease
0: yeah yeah and they do come out in the
1: physical body don't they
0: yeah totally and i
1: love that you know louise hayes book you know you can heal your life whenever anyone says they're feeling this or that i always run to the book and i look it up and and i'll say to them does this make sense and they'll go oh yeah it does
0: yeah you yeah, know, and it always does. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I want to I'm aware of our timing okay. and I want to talk to you about um a little bit touching on relationships and I want to touch on wealth because yes. that's one yes. of the areas that you talk about is wealth yes. and business and how yes. people go after wealth and focus on that. Talk to me a bit. About okay. So okay, let's go back to my, you know, like I
1: was on an amazing salary, you know, I was earning three hundred thousand dollars and but I was wasting so much of it Mm. just to get through the day. And if if you know what I mean, like I was eating too much, drinking too much, and I would well, I've worked so hard, I deserve this, I'm gonna go and buy this. And it because I wasn't connected to the true me. I wasn't living like I was loving myself. I was spending like I didn't love myself. Mm. So I wasn't looking after future me, okay? Mm. So I love yesterday me and future me and all those sort of things. But we need to understand that what we do today, our choices that we make will affect future me. Now, Mm. I'm not saying that you save everything and you don't spend, you don't have a good time, but you should be saving, and this is the best way to build your wealth, is put 10 to 15% away of everything you earn into an account that you cannot touch. Pay yourself first. You're the one that's doing all of the efforts, right? So when you pay yourself first, what happens is, you go, great, I've rewarded myself. But we all know that expenditure has a habit of rising to make income okay no matter what you earn every time you get a pay rise all of a sudden you go on and even you know where it's gone like i've got an extra hundred dollars a week but i don't know where it's going i'm certainly not saving it and that's what you should be doing you should be paying yourself first And it will build and, you know, we all know compound interest and how that just sort of compounds and it just sort of happens. So that's the first thing for wealth creation is to understand that but also to look at what you're actually spending your money on. Mm. And if you're not aware, you will waste a lot of money. And, you know, it's ridiculous. We don't need everything we think we need. Yeah. You know, and even recently, I read a um, post from Steve Jobs when he was passing. And even he, you know, like let's face it, if if you wanted to define success, I'm pretty sure most people would say Steve Jobs. Yeah. He he had the wealth, but he didn't have the other. Like he died of pancreatic cancer, right? Now that in itself is a bitterness that he's holding. It's close to the heart. So he didn't have the love and the relationships and all the other things. And a lot of people say that he wasn't even a nice man to work for. So he had it, right, but he didn't have it because he wasn't embracing all four pillars. Mm. He was obviously killing himself, literally, to get that wealth. And then he says, you know, what's the difference? And I always say this as well. What's the difference between a $10 bottle of wine and a, and a $100 bottle of wine? You know, it's $90, especially when you're onto your second bottle sort of thing. It, it doesn't taste any different. And, sure, you hang over maybe a little bit better the next day, but let's face it. And as he said, living in a 300-square house to a 3,000-square house, is it any different? No. And for him to reflect back on his life the way he did in this post that I saw, it just, like, just brought home even more why Live Love by Design is so important. To define what success means in every single area of your life and then to say, this is what I want, this is where I am, let's close the gap. What are the action steps to close that gap? Yeah. Because that's what life's about. Yeah. And then when you get and have closed the gap, you then up the ante because yeah. we have a habit of playing small.
0: Exactly. And I like how you, you talk about when you get there, up the ante, because, you know, we, we do all have goals, intentions and, and things that we want to achieve or experience in life, depending on our version yeah. of success. Yes, depending on our version of wealth and exactly. our version of wealth might be financial, it might be wealth in relationships, it might yep. be wealth of experiences and travelling the world or, or whatever. Exactly. Yes. It's all different for each and every one of us. So when we achieve one thing, we do need to look at what next. And oh, yes. Asking ourselves, where am I playing small? Mm. And how can I then step up and yep. be the best and biggest version of me possible? Because when you show up small, you bring that to your relationships, whether it's, you know, romantic relationships, family, friends, or your business. Yep. You bring okay. that smallness and you'll attract people with that same energy yes. back in. So yes. I want to invite listeners that are, are, are listening to the show today to play bigger. and yeah, ask yourself I totally how agree. How as Mary, as and Mary William said, all, all, always has said,
1: you know, it's we're not scared of the little things. We're scared of being successful. Yeah. So you've got to break through that comfort zone and you've got to go and get it. Yeah we are here to achieve and we are here to shine our light
0: exactly. so
1: do do it and stop deferring and, and stop giving your life away to other people you yeah. know this is the only time you are going to be here as who you are today and in this lifetime so make the most of it because yeah. next time you're going to be completely different with completely different lessons to learn and growths to have So really honor who you are um no matter how you look and this is a great exercise too that I love to do in a workshop is I love to say to people write down just write down your ideal way that you would like to look you know and we go through the exercise and then you know I'll get everyone to stand up and I'll say okay sit down if you have changed you know your nose change yeah we go through the whole thing and after two or three everyone sat down and then it becomes an awareness of isn't it funny that none of you wanted to be who you are today but you did this exercise before you came down here you chose how you were going to look you chose your parents you chose everything that was going to happen to you so that you could grow so what has happened in your life that you now do not want to be that person? You don't want to look that way. You don't want to, you know, feel that way. So what is it that has, you know, and let's start honouring your initial decision of who you are going to be in this lifetime
0: yeah. and who
1: you're going to hang out with so that you can actually achieve everything you want to do.
0: Yeah. And I really love how you talk about that because, you know, I'm reminded of some clients I've worked with in the past who, you know, and we both do some similar work with transforming lives and creating Mm. the life that we want or designing the life that we want. And, you know, I'm aware that some people are choosing to stay small or to stay stuck or to not take responsibility for what's not working in their lives. And, you know, I'm reminded of a client who um, I ended up ending the coaching relationship with because um, there was so much resistance there and so much of I'm doing all I can do. Okay. Then if you're doing all that you can do, then that's where we need to I, leave it. Because, because I can't help you anymore. And you, good on you for doing that. You can't ask someone to grow right. more than they're willing to. And you have to honour where someone's yep. at and if they're not ready to learn and grow and change and transform, even though they might mentally think they are, physically, emotionally and spiritually, they're not willing to do the work that it takes to get yep. there and I love how you talk about that because Thank you. transformation takes a conscious choice every single day and designing okay. your life takes a conscious choice every day to look at and to reflect yes. on what it is you want to create. So totally. Totally. thank you for, for sharing that wisdom and for those listening today, if you are ready to change and shift and design your life and to live love by design, um, yeah. please make sure you connect with Karen or myself after the show so Karen can you Thank share you. with people where they can connect with you
1: yes so they can connect with me on my websites so I've got a couple so the first one is live love um, also there they can download a free PDF copy of, of the book live love by design which is um, a really great book, you know, it's got like 72 exercises in it. So it's really a great way to get started. Also my uh, web, other website, which is Karen Chaston, dot ncomau And of course they can, you know, always just reach out because not only do I work individually, I love to go into businesses and to bring this awareness into them. Um, a lot of people are, you know, struggling for profits. They're struggling with staff, you know, productivity, all of those things. Once you bring this awareness into the workplace, it will be a more conducive workplace. It will be a place where you will actually, you know, cut down staff turnover, cut down staff sick leave. But more importantly, you will actually fulfil your number one mandate, which is to increase the assets of your company through having your employees more aware, giving mm. them time to innovate, to be more creative. It's just an amazing way to transform your business and it's so easy to do just by having your employees healthy and happy it's amazing
0: and I think we you know we all need to be mindful of that within business because business is about relationships and connections yes totally and you know we are the rock we are the the foundation of that business that connection those relationships and everything that we create in our lives so Yes. thank you and those listening, please make sure you connect with Karen further on her websites and um, thank you Anna. sign up for that free book which um, I'm going to check out as well so thank you <laughs> <Go> for <it. laughs> um, and for it's, those I just love it and, yes. and
1: that book came to me so quickly and sure it was, you know, the compilation of, of the past four years though. I just know that, you know, just setting it out, even, I even credit Dan There's a photo of him in at the back as a co-author because he does guide me all, all the way through, which is great.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful. thank you so much for connecting with me today Karen and for sharing your knowledge and your wisdom with listeners oh thank you Leanne I've I've loved chatting with you yeah it's been a pleasure we could keep talking all day (laughs) (laughs) so we might need to get you back later for a different episode I'd love to awesome Um, And for those of you who want to connect with me further, jump on my website, thebarefootmedium.com.au and check out my readings and coaching programs and also my book, Shifting Your Shit to Achieve Your Dreams. For those of you who want to work through some practical tools and techniques to get more conscious and more aware of what's going on in your life and to create your reality. Wherever you are, whatever you are doing and wherever you are at in your journey, I wish you a loving, joyful and abundant and wealthy and successful life and reach out when you need help and support and I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode of Barefoot Radio.